coming to you from deep inside the bowels of a great big empty. Get ready for another episode of The Home Defense Show with Skip Coriel. Okay, folks, welcome back to The Home Defense Show. This is your host, Skip Coriel. I had a very merry Christmas. Uh, Phoenix, my cameraman, did you have a good Christmas? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Phoenix, tell me, what did is one of the things you got for Christmas? I think there's something you want to show us, isn't there? A bow. A bow, a bow and arrow. Mm -hmm. All right, you know, you could probably use that for home defense, should, couldn't you? Mm-hmm. All right. Why don't you come on out here in front of the camera. This is Phoenix's new home defense bow and arrow. All right. Stand right there. Show us how this works, Phoenix. So Step back just a little bit. You put it in. You put it in like that? Yeah. Sort of have to like snap it in. Yeah. And then there's like a ring right there. Okay. And you place the ring. That's called the knock. And you put the ring. All right. Knock right Go there. Go ahead. Shoot it once. Full draw. Oh, nice shot. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that uh, was one of Phoenix's favorite uh, presents. And, of course, anyone comes to our house with nefarious purposes, they'll have to face the wrath of the deadly Phoenix and his nerfed bow and arrow. Okay. And I'll back him up with my M&P full frame just in case. Well... You know, what I wanted to talk about today is the post office. I had to go to the post office this morning, uh, you know, had some returns. And, uh, you know, it just irks me every time I go to the post office because I have to disarm. You know, and this is a nationwide, uh, you know, it's Title 39 of the uh, Code of Federal Regulations, right? Title 39 says, conduct on postal property says, no person while on postal property may carry firearms, other dangerous or deadly weapons or explosives, either openly or concealed, or store the same on postal property except for official purposes. You know, and a lot of these gun laws, especially the pistol-free zones, they, they elude me. The rationale behind it, just doesn't make any sense. Phoenix, help me out here. You're 10 years old, right? Mm -hmm. Why do you think you can't carry a gun in the post office? Can you think of a good reason for that? Mm-mm. No? <laughs> okay. Well, someone in the federal government thinks it's a good idea. I don't know who it was, uh, but I don't think it's a good idea at all. I'm, but anyways, every time I go there, I have to take off my gun. I've got to put it in my gun safe, my glove box, wherever I want to put it. And then go inside, mail my letter, and come out. That doesn't make any sense uh, to me at all. <clears throat> and here's the thing. It's, I can't even leave it in my car if it's on federal property. 
So, you know, in the neighborhood that I live in, I can go to Plainwell, Michigan, I can go to that post office, but if I pull into their parking lot, the moment I drive onto the property, I am in violation of Title 39. Uh, you know, and I, I tried to find out what the penalties were. Some say, uh, you know, it, it's a, a big fine uh, with some, you know, jail time, but I couldn't definitively put it. And I'm not giving you, any of you legal advice, okay, because I'm not an attorney. But, you know, it's pretty much up to you what you do, but you need to understand that the moment you set foot on the property, the post office property, you're in violation of, you know, CFR Title 39, Code of Federal Regulations. Uh, you know, what I do is I don't go to the Plainwell Post Office. I go to the Martin Post Office. It's just a teeny tiny little town, but that post office has all of the uh, uh, services that a large post office has. So I go there and on that one I can park right on the street, okay, which is public property, not federal property. Then I can go ahead, I can take off my gun, I can leave it in my car. Always lock up your car when you're going inside. And make sure you discreetly disarm. Okay, there was uh, uh, one gentleman, he pulled into the post office parking lot and he took out his gun, put it in the glove box, and in the car next to him was a police officer. The police officer saw him do that, and the man was arrested, he was charged, he was convicted, he appealed, he lost the appeal. Um, but if he'd done it more discreetly, he would ne never have been caught. You know, but granted, the guy didn't even know what the law was. It would never occur to a rational uh, person that you can't store your gun uh, in the post office parking lot locked up inside your vehicle because it's just not reasonable. But that's the law, nonetheless. So be careful when you go to the post office. You know, you know I was searching for reasons. You know, why might it be illegal to carry your gun in the post office or in, uh, uh, in the post office parking lot in your car? And the only thing I could come up with, and uh, listeners, you guys tell me if you know the reason to this. Maybe your research is better than mine. But I went on Wikipedia and I looked up the term going postal because we've all heard that term, right? Um, you know, about 15 years ago, I had a, a group of post office employees come to me and wanted a CPL class. And I jokingly said, well, you guys aren't going to go postal on me, are you? And <laughs> of course they said no, and they, they were all good people. Going postal is an American English slang phrase referring to becoming extremely and uncontrollably angry, often to the point of violence, and usually in a workplace environment. The expression derives from a series of incidents from 1986 onward in which United States Postal Service workers shot and killed managers, fellow workers, and members of the police or general public in acts of mass murder. Between 1970 and 1997, more than 40 people were killed by current or former employees in at least 20 incidents of workplace rage. Between 1986 and 2011, workplace shootings happened roughly twice per year, with an average of 11.8 people killed per year. That, uh, you know, of course, mass shootings, uh, they're a trend. It's a, 
uh, a growing crime. But, uh, you know, just because some post office employees go berserk doesn't mean the rest of us are. But, you know, like any gun control, it's flawed. You know, all gun control laws, by definition, they only affect honest, law-abiding people. Me, I'm an honest, honest law-abiding person, so even though I disagree with that law, I think it's stupid, I think it's uh, unconstitutional, I think it's immoral. Uh, I'll be com covering some more uh, stupid gun laws <laughs> later on, because there are many, many to choose from. But in the meantime, be careful when you go to the post office, any of these uh, stupid gun-free zones. Protect yourself legally, protect your family physically. Try and do the best you can with the dumb gun laws that we have. In the meantime, I had a great Christmas. We're getting ready to have a great new year. When you go out, when you party, party responsibly. If you're going to drink, don't be carrying your gun. It's a stupid thing to do, okay? Alcohol, drugs, guns, they don't mix. Have fun, but be smart, be wise. And uh, we'll come back next week with more good stuff. Uh, next week, we're going to be interviewing Mark Walters from Armed American Radio. And we're going to talk about what happened in 2019 uh, with gun control and what the prognosis is for 2020. What are we likely to see at the national level for gun control in uh, 2020? As always, go ahead and support our sponsors, firearmslegal.com slash Midwest Tactical. Protect yourself and your family from the legal system. And then also check out centershotgunrange.com. Go to Centershot, get a membership there, shoot there regularly, even in the wintertime, because it's always a perfect 70 degrees. This is Skip Coriel on the Home Defense Show. God bless you, God bless your family, and God bless America. Bye-bye, boys! Have fun storming the castle! <laughs>